Welcome to the Rise of the Super Being podcast. I'm your host, Vanderson Pires. I've, you know, I've not been recording for a while because we were doing lots of renovations, lots of upgrades here at Combat Room Jiu-Jitsu, but now we are back. And today I have a very, very special guest to give this nice energy to the new start of the Rise of the Super Being podcast. So my guest is Deo Luke. Deo, welcome to the Rise of the Super Being podcast. Thank you, Benson. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. We got lots of questions for you. You know, I sent a message to the guys today asking and you know lot we got lots of questions. So yeah, let's let's get into this to this episode. Mm -hmm. So Deo, where did you grow up, Deo? Okay. So I grew up in Haura, which is a uh, small town out in, in Taranaki, South Taranaki. Um, when I was born, I was brought up in New uh, Normanby by my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And when my grandmother passed away, I moved back to Haura by my mum. I was brought up by my mum and my grandfather. I have three sisters and a brother who I grew up with. Um, <clears throat> so I did all my schooling in Haura. Um, I have... Uh, uh, five children, including Michael. Mm -hmm. I have six grandchildren, uh, six mukuls that are all teenagers now, so uh, growing up. And um, also, uh, I'm 59 years old and um, and living life, yeah. That's awesome, Dave. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, Dave, you're one of those, those guys. We can <laughs> never guess your age. <laughs> and you're the, 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 the life proof of age. It's just a number because, my friend, you look so young. So, of course, one of the questions <laughs> I got here, <laughs> the guys is straight away, what's the secret, Dave, to look so young? Oh, I don't know. Maybe just a healthy lifestyle for me. Um, I'm... I'm very happy that I've got a, uh, uh, I'll have a good life in regards to, I've got a, a beautiful partner who looks after us. Um, you know, I like to keep active. I like to keep positive. I like to do stuff. I've always been like that. Um, I've always done sports and I like the gym. Um, so I've always kept active. And um, so uh, one of my goals that I've always tried to do in life is uh, I like to try and help people as well. Um, I used to play a lot of golf when I was younger, mm -hmm. and um, so every Sunday I used to try and take kids, and I think, um, you know, I used to train, I used to teach them golf uh, on a Sunday, and that was for about three years. So being active for me, uh, that's all I can say, uh, really. Uh, I don't know whether, you know, where I get it from or what, it, why. Uh -huh. I don't think I'm, you know, <laughs> but I just like to be active. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how I... That's awesome. So, how, so one an, another question as well we got from for guys was exactly that. How you're one of the most positive person I know. You know, mm. so you come here, you help me coaching the classes. Mm. You know, you you coach the fundamentals class twice per week. Yeah. And um, you know, people people love you, Dave. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, one of the questions from Michael, Michael Butler's, he asked. How do you keep uh, this this positive mindset? Mm. How how do you keep yourself so positive there? Yeah. So for me, it's when I'm coming to training at BJJ. Um, I I've got a passion for. I love to help people, so I like to try and teach people um, things. So I really uh, I really like to know what I'm trying to talk about, and I really try to do to express that and connect with people. Mm -hmm. um, so. That for me is uh, I try to really stay positive. So whether I'm whether I'm tired or not, but I know that you know trying to help somebody keeps me positive. 
mm-hmm. uh, and also having a good, um, you know, a good family life, uh, healthy living and being positive. That, that's what keeps me positive is uh, to come here knowing that um, I don't like to be late. I don't like to keep people waiting. And when I do teach them, I like to walk off the mat knowing that I've achieved something. So that's mm-hmm. how, what keeps me positive. Mm, that's mm. awesome, yeah. That's so cool. You know, it's always like that. You know, when we mm. get outside of our, you know, our minds and we we connect to other people, mm. that's that's definitely it's one of the the recipes, right, there. Mm, definitely, yeah. Mm. And having a passion for what you want to do, that sort of thing, is also, you know, being positive. Whether whether being here uh, training, then taking it home or taking it to work, try and stay positive. It's a better side to be on, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, Dave, what's your profession? What's your occupation? Uh, so, yeah, my current uh, job is I'm a, I work for the Wellington Hospital. I work at the Wellington Hospital as a orderly trainer. Uh, and also, I do another role, which is a moving and handling educator. So, educate staff and using equipment properly, uh, you know, teaching them the correct postures and when they're working with patients, mm. uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, with the orderlies, we have three roles that we try to concentrate on when we're training them. So one is the orderly role, um, you know, um, helping with patients, uh, that sort of thing, helping with equipment, all that, um, helping patients, moving them, getting them to the appointments on time, helping staff with uh, slides, that sort of thing, helping in emergency, theatre. We also help with the... Uh, <coughs> Uh, mail run and all that sort of stuff as well. So that's just the orderly side of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's another component where we need to look at, uh, we also deal with a lot of the emergencies around the hospital. So whether it be a helicopter going up to bring a patient down or whether it be triple sevens, uh, taking the crash trolley defib up to uh, an emergency, mm-hmm. um, all those sort of things, helping people in the car park, helping people who have fallen outside in the hospital, helping them to get back into bed, that sort of stuff. So triple sevens. And the other one, which has really, really started to come to highlight within the last few years, is security. So, um, you know, now we are starting to wear vests at work. Uh, so we do a lot of security stuff there. So uh, whether it be <coughs> doing patient watches, um, we have to make sure that our staff are safe. Um, so from agitated family members, it could be family members, it could be patients themselves. So we have to go up there when they're at their worst. Um, you know, when they come abusive to staff. So we have to try and calm them down, de-escalate the situation. Uh, we get some training with that mm-hmm. as well. So it's not just a, an orderly role anymore. It's really expanded. And um, so we do quite a bit, you know, uh, as an orderly these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the education role, so it's a matter of, um, you know, I um, educate some of the staff in, you know, uh, postures, good postures when they're uh, looking after patients. Uh, with pain, that sort of thing, how to use a hoist, um, all those sort of stuff. A lot of uh, equipment, new equipment. We can actually pick a patient up off the ground with the, a chair that we just have to push a button. This just clicks in and helps the patient get up off the floor. So yeah. all these sort of new equipments that are coming in, which I enjoy as well as, as teaching staff that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, dear, that's amazing. That mm. sounds amazing. Dear, by curiosity, what's triple seven? Triple uh, seven is an uh, emergency call. So, mm. if there's a cardiac arrest up in the ward, or if there is a patient that has fallen, that sort of thing. So, what their staff do is they call a triple seven. Uh, if there's a security call, a juris, that's what it is. A triple seven comes straight to us. 
uh, we need to attend it straight away, so it's the number one priority. Mm. So we take the uh, DFIB up, which we take a monitor up there, and we go straight to where the uh, accident has happened. Ah, that's so interesting. Dave, has any any story has you know has I don't know has touched you in in some way? Um, ones, you remember? Yeah, the ones that uh, stick in my mind is the uh, a couple with the helicopter, mm. uh, helicopter crash. Um, there was one where. You know, we had to go uh, up to the helipad to take a patient down, but they didn't make it. Just things like that, um, you know, you know, supporting family, that sort of thing. So, yeah, it does have its downsides in that sort of respect. So I do, there is a couple that I do remember, mm. um, but, yeah, it's quite sad sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we just have to do the best we can. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, Dave, that's so awesome. Mm. That's super cool, my brother. So there, let's talk a little bit about, mm. of course, you know, jiu-jitsu. So how, how did you start jiu-jitsu? Why did you pick jiu-jitsu? Yeah, so I think it was about 2012, and um, uh, Michael was just leaving college then. Mm. Michael's your stepson. So Michael's my stepson, yeah. For the ones who, who yeah. doesn't know. So Michael's my We stepson. know Michael, yeah, we mm. know Michael really well. <laughs> mm. So um, Michael was just leaving school, and mm -hmm. um, so I thought it would be a good idea if Michael, uh, we could, do something together, you know, um, do some stuff together. So I said to Michael one day, I said, is there anything you'd like to do within martial arts? And um, Michael thought, oh, oh, sorry, I said to him, would you like to do some boxing? So Michael goes, oh, yeah, I'll try that. Uh -huh. So I went and got some gloves and we went out in the shed and we had to go at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Michael did some more research and he wanted to do some Muay Thai. Mm. He wanted to do some Muay Thai and... Um, we looked at jujitsu, and um, so we went to a school where they did Japanese jujitsu, mm -hmm. and we did that for two years, Michael and I. And uh, Michael, oh really? Was yeah, two years? yeah, it was ah, about two years we wow. did it. Yeah, mm. and we enjoyed that. You uh -huh. know? And then the coach then, uh, because Michael wanted to do um, have a look at doing some Brazilian jujitsu, mm -hmm. and he was the one that mentioned to come to the combat room and mentioned your name. Mm. So. I said to Michael, I said, should we, have, should we go and have a look, Michael? And Michael said, yeah, he'd love to have a look. So at that stage, USC was taking over and that sort of thing, and Michael was starting to get more involved in, in, in martial arts. So our first time we went to jiu-jitsu, we didn't come to combat room. Uh -huh. Yeah, we went to uh, GSW mm. at that stage, at that time, and we went for one class there. And at that time, the, the head coach wasn't there, there was no one there, and there was only wrestling class that was going on so Michael and I we had a look at it uh, we stayed for the class we thought it was really good and awesome and then um, um, me and Michael we decided let's go to Guzney Street go to the combat room and um, so we found out where it was so Michael and I turned up the first person that we met was you Vanderson <laughs> um, there was you uh -huh. um, it was Wayne yeah, yeah. It was Wayne, and there was also Adrian. I can remember Adrian at that time as well. Mm -hmm. And I can remember our first class, like it was like a uh, fresh day. It was just absolutely the mats at that time. We had the mutai on one side, and then we used to train on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And um, after that first class, we went home, Vanderson, and Michael and I just looked at each other, and we thought, no, we want to come back for more. You know, we really enjoyed it, and. I can safely say now that I still feel the same way now as I did then. So, you know, we just loved it and we just kept coming for it. You know, we just kept coming back and, and learning and training. 
Mm. So yeah, it's been a journey for me and Michael, and it's been really good. Yeah, my mm. friend, we are we are lucky. We are lucky to have you guys. Um, mm. We need to bring Michael as well to the podcast, right? <laughs> 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 to show that beautiful voice. You never hear his voice. <laughs> it's a quiet hey, man. Michael, yeah, yeah, I love Michael, mm. man. Michael, mm. yeah. You know, I tease him so much and he could not care less. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care less. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. So, yeah, that's how we started. That's how I started yeah. in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Dude. That's super cool. And they, you, how, how old was you when you, you decided to, to start jiu-jitsu? So yeah, far. so I was 50. I was 50 when wow. we started. Yeah, so 50, I'm 59 now. Mm. So, yeah, we've been, I've been doing jiu-jitsu now, uh, Michael and I, for nine years, about mm. nine years now. Mm. So I was 50. Mm. That's so cool. Mm. So I even, even I have this number here, you know, so 95% of people quit BJJ before they reach to Blue Belt. Mm. So they, you know, and someone like yourself now and Michael, who's mm. been doing you no know, for nine years, mm. what what do you think is the reason people quit 95%? Mm. There's this a lot, you know, it's mm. quite shocking as well. Yeah, that's a lot. That's mm. a very high stat. Um, <clears throat> all I can speak about is myself, really. Um, so when I first started, Michael and I first started Jiu-Jitsu together, it was like, I used to look at Caden and I used to look at... Um, Just look at the guys and they had two stripes and I was thinking, Michael, that looks really good, you know. We were always <laughs> wanted to get a stripe and that sort of thing. So we were very uh, motivated to, to, to get those stripes and that. And I can remember the day when uh, I graduated to a blue belt and I, I walked off the mat and I thought, no more, no more wanting. Just enjoy this journey. And some of my friends, I've been here for a few years now and I've seen a few of my friends that have stopped at blue belt. Um, so I just think it's, you've just got to, you know, stay with it, which is the key. You can have a rest, but make sure you come back. So I can't understand why people would give it up. Um, it may, it may be personal reasons or whatever, but yeah. Mm. For us, it's, um, trying to enjoy it. If that's what I grasped, I grasped, no, I'm going to enjoy this journey. This is my journey. I remember when I was a white belt, Alex said to me, I said, oh, Alex, you're moving to Australia. And he goes, yeah. I said, oh, they're a bit sad. And he goes, Dale, this journey is about you. It's not about me. You know, you've got to take this journey on your own. Mm -hmm. And I always remembered that. And that's how I've always looked at it. So it's a bit of a shame why 95% people, um, you know, finish at blue belt. Um, it's a very hard belt to be at yeah, because yeah. you come to a crossroads at blue belt. Mm. So, you know, you get to your blue belt and then people think they can relax a little bit, but actually you've got to actually work harder. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really rest at blue belt. Yeah. Because it, it takes a lot to get to a blue belt. And some of the guys that I've seen go through fundamentals and get their blue belt, you know, it's not an easy road. And it's just one that you have to keep going on. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, that's why I think a lot of people, you know, tend to stop at a blue belt. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, lo I love what you said because that's so true. You know, uh, people think that, you know, some other things in life, you know, so mm. for example, I don't know, you go to uh. university, so you finish it and you can, you know, you feel that sense of, okay, now I can relax. You know, in, mm. in, in, in jiu-jitsu, I think it's a good, uh, it's a good mm. metaphor for life, you know, because mm. in life in general, 
we need to keep going, right? Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's there are no such a thing as it's kind of brush our teeth. You need to do that daily. Mm. You know, it's the the physical exercise. We cannot. Uh, okay, I I done this. Yeah. I'm, now I can stop, and you know, I'm gonna live by this memory because it's not gonna work. Huh? It just gets harder and harder, and you have to work harder as well. Yeah. Mm. So what motivates you there? Oh yeah. So uh, what motivates me is. Um, I've got a couple of reasons why. Is that I like just to stay fit and healthy. Uh, doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu helps me to do that. Um, I love the flexibility that comes with Jiu-Jitsu, so that motivates me as well. And I've also got me and Michael started together, so that motivates me. You know, me and Michael together, we've always done this road together. So being healthy, um, also, Vanderson, the culture that you have set in our club, I love this culture. It's a family environment. There's no egos. Uh, we all share the knowledge. We all help one another. That in itself is uh, is just something beautiful that um, you know, uh, Michael and I have always liked. So um, that motivates me as well. And helping people, mm -hmm. trying to give back as well. Um, mm -hmm. That's where my motivation comes from. You know, inspiring people like um, Brian. I look up to Brian quite a lot. Brian's been doing this all his life. Yes. You know, to look at someone like Brian and mm -hmm. he's still going strong. Yeah. You know, that motivates me. You know, mm -hmm. looking at people who've done this longer, yourself, Anderson, they've been doing this over 20 years and and uh, that motivates me. So all these sort of motivation, that's what keeps me going. Oh, man, that's so awesome. Mm. That's super cool. So Dave, how, how did you find the, the, the balance between work, life and, and come, come to classes? How do you balance all, all that out yeah so for me um i pick my days um and also i plan so i, I have to plan my week and plan my days so <clears throat> this is where i okay i'll what i do is i get my bjj gear ready at night time and i get my uh, gym gear or running gear ready at night time as well so my day starts at 5 30 in the morning i'll get up all my gear's ready to go, and then I'll go to the gym. I might do some weights. I might do a bit of swimming. I might train with my friends. And so that, I make sure that I plan stuff and strategize it. And then at night time, I'll go to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, when it comes to family time, obviously, uh, if Maria wants to do shopping and that, and then I'll just drop everything and do that. So it's a matter of balancing my life with her life and uh, making sure that um, I plan stuff. That's what I do. Mm. So every night when I get home and I finish jujitsu, straight into the washing machine goes the gi. Yeah. Straight into the shower. <laughs> straight upstairs. Get all my gear ready for the next day. And, and, and that's how I do it. You know, um, At night time, sometimes I might have to miss jujitsu to, to do other training. Um, but I always make sure I try and do at least three days of jujitsu per week. Yeah. And I just... Uh, make sure that I do other stuff. So I train every day, every day. Mm -hmm. Unless we got, um, you know, unless Maria wants to do something, she wants to go shopping or something like that, then it's her time. Yes, mm. yeah. That's so awesome. That's mm. super cool. So Dave, what, what's the most um, the most important accomplishments on uh, you have done in BJJ so far? Well, for me, Vanderson is starting as a white belt and getting to where I am today. Mm. Um, um, that's one of my biggest accomplishments is, is sticking with it and you know from a white belt to where I am today so um, 
learning, um, also, you know, helping with the fundamentals classes, that sort of thing, uh, giving back to some of the students and helping them on their journeys, watching them uh, go through their own journeys. So, yeah, for me it's coming back day after day after leaving so much sweat on the mats and, um, you know, I think that's a big accomplishment for me is mm. just keep going and just keep coming back and, um, yeah, yeah, that and with the motivation, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. And Dale, what's the, what, do you have any plans for the, for the future? What's your, what's your plans? What do you want to accomplish man, more of uh, Jiu-Jitsu? Well, for me, um, I just want to keep going until my body says no more, really. So <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep rolling, uh, just keep training, um, you know, keep teaching and keep helping people. Um, yeah, I've got no, I would love to, at the moment, what I'm doing is I, I take a, a class on a Wednesday night and um, it's just a few, uh, a few students with their parents. So um, I really get um, a, a, comp a great accomplishment out of that. Mm -hmm. So what we do there is um, I teach them what we learn here, mm -hmm. but with a little bit of discipline so they understand discipline, uh, yeah. how they can, you know, interact with their parents and how they can interact together as a family through jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's working really well at this mm. stage. So they're coming back all the time. And it's only, I've only got a couple of students there that, um, yeah, they enjoy doing that, mm -hmm. enjoy it. Mm, that's mm. super cool. And they, do you have any, any, do you take care about your diet? Uh, and also because you run mar marathons as well, do you have any specific um, training ses um, schedule for endurance uh, Mm. When you prepare for those type of events? Yeah, so, yep, for my marathon, when I did my marathon, I got a personal trainer. Mm. So um, I had to balance my jiu-jitsu, my eating, and also my running. So I came to a crossroads when I was training, actually, for my marathon. Um, while I was finding that I was losing a lot of weight, so to be a marathon runner to the, the, the um, program that I was on, I was losing a lot of weight because um, I was running like three or four days a, w a week. So I found that, oh no, you know, and when I come to jiu-jitsu, I was starting to get too small. So I had to balance it with, do I stick with my program and um, keep going or do I want to have a little bit more meat on me? So it's that balancing act for me that was really good. The, the fitness was absolutely amazing. Um, so with the diet, um, for me, I've tried keto. I try keto diet, but the one that I found helped me the most would have to be um, the fasting. I thought mm. fasting was really good, you know. Um, I don't really stick to a really uh, good diet. Um, Maria, she cooks our meals if we just eat properly. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no um, I don't just have lettuce or whatever, you know, I have uh, normal meals, mm -hmm. normal meals, but um, I found with uh, for me it's don't um, you know go in the camp, pick 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 all the time, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, for me that's all I did. You know, there's no uh, secret for me. I I don't have um, you know Michael's protein. You just have one of those now and again. But for me, it's just a balance, keeping my balance and and not eating, uh, so not eating sugar. Mm. You know, I found that really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just sort of stick to normal meals. Uh, that's what I think, but the training is the one. Mm. If, if you're training right, then, you know, 
your diet can could work because everybody's different. Everybody's different, I believe, in how they eat and how they train. Mm. Yeah, that's so. super cool. That's awesome. So, Leo, if you could go back to I don't know twenty years back and give advice to yourself, the young Leo, what advice would you give to yourself? Mm. That's a good question, Benison. I think for me, it would be don't give up. You know, I'd be saying to myself, don't give up. If you're going to do something, you know, do it to the end. Um, that's pretty much, you know, stay happy, um, always help people, and um, yeah, don't give up on something that you want to do. Well, that's awesome. Mm, that's yeah. super cool. Mm. So that's, what, that's what Jiu Jitsu has taught me. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's taught me not to give up. You know, and I'm mm. very, very proud of that. That's super cool. Mm. So, Dale, what's um, what's what's one of the the biggest life lessons did you did you learn so far? Mm. Uh, oh, one of the life lessons would have to be that so far. Don't give up on something. Mm. You know, um, uh, for me, if I'm going to do something, do it to the end. Um, so. That's that's my life lesson. Um, always stay calm, be humble, and never give up, and just keep going. Mm. And that's the journey I'm on. Is um, you know I'm learning so much from my journey in regards to life, not giving up, being a positive person, helpful, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, that's super cool, mm. Dave. There you, yeah, you're you're one of the assets here for 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 our community. You know, you give so much, and you know, even your lessons. You know, it's so straight to the point. You know, yeah, it's you know, stay positive, stay healthy, stay active. You know, connect to people, mm. um, help people, and that's that's the secret right mm. there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I believe it is, yeah. I, mm. I believe it's a good way. Yeah, it's a good way to be like that. And since we've been doing jujitsu, that has really opened up my um, my way of thinking in regards to, um, yeah, teaching me. Brazilian mm -hmm. jujitsu has taught me that. Mm -hmm. mm. The people here are amazing. I wouldn't be where I am today, Vanison, if it wasn't for people like you, you know, who've supported me and Michael and also helped me with uh, my jujitsu. Uh, all my teammates here, the family here, you know, I've always learned something of everybody. Mm. And they've helped, they're ve so helpful. It's just a, that culture that, um, yeah, I think is really good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. Mm. My brother, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank mm. you for everything. Thank you for, you know, what you've been giving to the club so far. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. That was awesome. I can't wait to share this episode with, with all, all our community. Mm. Yeah, my brother, thank you so much. And I can't wait to see you for your black belt. What's not going to take longer, my friend? Just keep going, right? Yeah, no rush. There's no, yeah. no rush for anything. Just, just enjoy the journey. Thanks. And thank you for having me. Um, yeah, this is just another lesson in, in life, and it's good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, my brother, thank you so much, Dale. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs>